0: This is Pastor Andrea Ellis, and I just want to personally welcome you to the Destiny Faith Church podcast. I'm so happy you're with us today. I trust the word of God will inspire you. So please open your heart and enjoy the word. The word like a cha-ching like some business deals are being closed. God is closing the deal for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Man, I wish I would act like you believed you received it and get excited about it in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. What am I supposed to do? Because I keep, I keep wanting to prophesy, so what am I supposed to do? Hebrews chapter 11, in verse 1, ready, go. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Again, now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. One more time. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. When is faith? Now. Faith is always now. Faith is always in the present tense. If it is not now, now. It's not faith. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout I'm ready. ready. And have your seat. Glory to God in the highest. The topic of my discussion for tonight, and I'm going to have to dive right into it, is revert or reverse. Revert or reverse reverse let's let's start off with our scripture do i have some glasses up here let's start off with our scripture one of our core scriptures for this particular lesson is found in second corinthians chapter 10 and i'll begin reading at verse Four through verse 5. It reads this way, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into the captivity and obedience of Christ. I'm going to make my thoughts Obey. Here's a revelation for you as I dive into the word. Your thoughts don't control you. You control your thoughts. Come on, you don't do what, have you ever been, found yourself in a thought and you wonder, how did I get all the way over here in this thought? Because you let your thoughts run wild. You're not to let your thoughts run wild. You're supposed to grab a hold, manage and control your thoughts and make your thoughts obey. Are you listening to me? You can either revert or... Reverse. The definition, I'm, I'm gonna have some Pastor Andrea definitions mingled in here as well. Revert means to return to a former habit, a practice, a belief, or a condition. You don't turn around and go back to the former habit. You're going back to your former practice. You're going back to your former belief. You're going back to your former condition as well it means to go back or to return to the former owner or to his heirs it means also to go back in thought or in discussion it means to go back to backslide or to slide back to lapse or to lapse back or to relapse i told you the other day That the frailty of change is relapse. The frailty of change is relapse. Now, many of us want to make a change and we make up our minds to change. We came into 2021 with resolutions and commitments and goals and all of those sorts of things. And when things don't pan out the way that we think they should pan out or within the time frame that we think that they should pan out, oftentimes we go back to where we came from. Are you listening to me? Just the other day, I was kind of, I guess, a little bit discouraged or what have you. We had a big Sunday dinner on Sunday as we do almost every week. And we had a fresh fish fry. We had fish and spaghetti and all kinds of stuff. Now, here I am frying up all this fish, can't eat any of it. Making big old pasta spaghetti, can't eat any of it, right? Because I'm sticking to my, my plan, I'm sticking to the, my program so that I can lose weight, I can conquer my weight. Are you listening to me? So when I went and got weight on Monday, I hadn't lost no weight at all. And I remember telling Gab yesterday, I, I should have just went on and had me a big old plate of spaghetti, went on. If I didn't lose no weight, I should have went on it. She said, do you really want that, mom? Do you really want that? She says, because if you'd done that, maybe you would have gained weight. Do you really want that? And I thought about it. No, I don't. But the frailty to change is when you don't see any results quick enough, when you get a little bit discouraged, the first thought is to go back. Listen to me, fried fish and spaghetti and all of them other delicacy, got me where I am today. So why would I go back instead of forging forward? We have a decision to make, you guys. Our decision is to revert back to the same thing that tripped you up, that clipped you up, messed you up before, or reverse it. Reverse the curse. Maybe there are generational curses and habits and things. Reverse it. Revert or reverse. The definition for reverse is the opposite or or contrary in position. Contrary or the opposite in direction. Opposite in order. Opposite in character. To turn in an opposite Position, listen to transpose, to send on an opposite course, to do an an about face, or listen to this, have a turnaround. Don't you, like me, don't we want to turn around? Then we've got to make a decision to revert or reverse. We read this scripture and we've been reading it each week about how when a bad spirit leaves a place, it goes to dry places, doesn't find any rest, and it comes back to see if that place is still swept out, warm and inviting, then it'll come right back on. It'll come right back in. And not only will that bad spirit come back in, but it will invite seven other bad spirits more fierce than it. So why is it that when we get frustrated, or discouraged. We already know what that has for us. i already been there. I already know what that looks like. I already know what that feels like. Why would I go back to a place that God has already delivered me from? Are you listening to me? The enemy is banking on the fact that you will get discouraged, that you will get frustrated, and that you will revert so that he can come back in, that bad spirit can come back in, that bad habit can come back in and bring seven other bad habits more fierce than itself. So, God, I need to encourage you today that you don't want to revert, but you want to reverse. You want to go in the completely opposite direction. Listen to me right here. If you want to reverse and not revert, listen, then you can't rehearse the same things that you rehearsed before. Because when you rehearse, that means you're practicing. You're practicing for that thing to be fulfilled in your life forevermore. Are you listening to me? When I'm rehearsing the thing that I've already been delivered from, I'm opening a door wide open for the bad spirit to come in and to bring seven other bad spirits more worse than itself. There's a deficiency that happens when you set your mind to change. There's a weakness, there's, there's a, a frailty when you set your mind to change and the enemy knows that change is not easy and if he can catch you on an off day after you decided to change, he can get you to revert and you'll be in a worse shape than you were from the get-go. You heard a yo-yo dieting that means I was doing good. Then I got too, got too happy, and I went back and began to rehearse the same practices that got me to the place. So it's an up and down. The, the enemy is banking on it that you will go up and down like a yo-yo. But see, here's the, here's the key to change. Here's the, the key. This is what we have to do. We can't just change because have you ever made a decision to do something, and then you say, I changed my mind? And I change my mind, I change my mind, you back and forth back and forth you, you go up and, because you begin to back and forth deliberate against or about the thing that God already delivered you from, right so i can 't just say i 'm a change i 'm a change i 'm a change, I have to be transformed. How am I transformed by the renewing of my mind. I have to renew my mind. I have to refresh my mind. How do you refresh your mind? By giving it new information, by giving it fresh information, by giving it information from the word of God. I could no longer feed my mind junk food. I've got to nourish my mind in the word of faith. I told you the other day that whatever you chase, you change into whatever you grope for, you grow into. Whatever you meditate upon, you morph into. So I, 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 I'm not satisfied with that. I can't just say I change my mind because if something turns my head, it can turn my heart. So there's a weakness and a frailty that comes with change, even though the intentions are genuine. The intentions are good. But if I don't metamorphosize, if I don't transform, see the difference in change, if I change, then I can change my mind. I can change again. How many times me on Sunday morning, I got three changes of clothes sitting right there on the bed. You change. I had, the, I had it laid out. Then I changed my mind. And I changed my mind again. Then before you know it, you got three different. I already had one set. But I changed my mind. I can't be the only one. I had my mind set and I changed my mind. So the weakness of change or the frailty of change is relapse. Now i got to go back to what I used to do. After I stood and I testified the things that I used to do, I don't do no more. God changed me since he came into my life. I'll never be the same. Then with our Christian selves, we go right back. Living an ungodly, unpleasing life to God because we had the intention of change but didn't have the fortitude to change because we didn't refresh our minds. So the Word of God tells us in Romans that we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, refreshing my mind. I've got to get fresh information. I've got to stay under the anointed word of God. I cannot have back and forth up and down reasoning, talking about what well, the Lord knows my heart. Well, the Lord knows his word. And he gave you his word. Listen to me. Your heart doesn't change the word, but the word will change your heart. So I can't just change. I've got to be transformed, I've got to be metamorphosized so that I never go back. The caterpillar, the butterfly, are the exact same insect in a different form. Once the caterpillar transforms into the butterfly, he can never go back. No matter how much his friends talk about, you change, you change, you change, you just ain't the same. Right. I metamorphosize, and I'm never going back. I metamorphosize by washing my mind and my thoughts with the word of God, bringing every thought captive and making my thoughts obey. So when we are delivered, when we lay things at the altar, when we walk away from it free, yes, we're free and we're shown up free. But we just can't go back and not feel that place. We've got to feel that place where that bad thing, that bad habit, whatever it was, where it used to live, I gotta feel the spot. Because remember, that spirit comes back to look and see if it's cleaned out. I'm like, shoot, it's cleaned out, let me come back. And not only let me come back, let me bring seven others worse than I you've got to begin to recognize the triggers that would cause you to revert. Are you listening to me? Recognize the triggers that would cause you to revert. Now, if you see evidence that a mouse has been in your house, then you'll begin to declare war, right? Okay. If you see evidence or if you see one roach, You know his cousins, nieces, and nephews are not far behind, so what do you do? You don't wait till you see a thousand roaches. You declare war on the first roach. You declare war on the first mouse. Are you listening to me? Because I see the evidence. Are you listening to me? So when I feel the traits of my old behavior creeping up again, when I have the strong desires that I've already been delivered from creep up again, I've got to go back and transpose my mind, reverse my mind by putting the word of God not only in my mind but also in my mouth. You don't fight a thought with another thought. You'll fight a thought with words that come out of your mouth. Are you listening to me? So what words should be coming out of my mouth? Words from the Word of God that support my metamorphosis. Words from the Word of God that supports my transformation. If I no longer want to be like that, i got to stop hanging around stuff like that. Come on, are you listening to me? i got to stop hanging around people that do the same stuff that I've already been delivered from. Now, this is the thing. You've got to risk people seeing you acting funny now. you got to risk people talking about you behind your back. You've got to risk people looking at you funny. Because the truth be told, they talking about you anyway. They look, come on, are you listening to me? listening to me. So if my heart's desire is to please God above pleasing man, then I'm going to go ahead and metamorphosize by filling my mind, filling my mouth, and filling my life with the word of God. We learned on Sunday that the that the disciples they had gone to the upper room, they had been afraid they were running for their lives. They were looking like Jesus, talking like Jesus. The pe- because when the soldiers went to seize Jesus, he couldn't tell which one was him. That's why he said Judas kissed the one that's him, because they all looking alike. Now here you are, looking like Jesus, and you saw what they did to Jesus. Now they're all up in the upper room together on the word of the Lord. And waiting to be endued with power, dunamis, explosive, power, might, and ability, the power to overcome fear, the power to overcome cowardice, the power to overcome timidity. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were in one place, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, it's something about being filled that won't have you eating from everybody's table. I'll say that again. It's something about being filled that won't have you just eating any old thing when you're filled to overflowing with the Holy Ghost. So you got to understand what the word God says. It says, for as a man thinketh in his heart, Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 7. Man, I'm out of time. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So who you are is composed of the thoughts or the things that you meditate upon. So not only does God want your heart, other things want your heart as well. So this is where we have to be honest with ourselves and ask ourselves and be honest and say, what is that that's vying for my heart? What's pulling on me? I'm resisting it, but it's kind of trying to get my attention. What is that thing? What is that person? What is that habit? What is that behavior? Are you listening to me? Because I have to stand firm in a decision to either revert or reverse? Which one do you choose? We know that cares, worries, and anxieties depress you. Money, fame, prestige, and power impress you. Undisciplined, untamed desires will finesse you. It's all a trick of the enemy to oh oppress you. The enemy wants to oppress you. Let me give you this last scripture because I'm out of time and we'll pick up on Sunday. Acts chapter 10 verse 38 and the message translation reads, this way. You know the story of what happened in Judea began in Galilee after John preached a total life change. Then Jesus arrived from Nazareth anointed by God with the Holy Spirit ready for action. He went through the country helping people and healing everyone who was beaten down by the devil, everyone who was beaten down by the devil, devil, he was able to do all this because God was with him. Now, this word right here, beaten down by the devil, comes from the word oppressed. Most of the time when we read this scripture, we hear the word possessed. Possessed means belonging to the devil, occupied by the devil, dominated by the devil, controlled by the devil, seized by the devil, and held to by the devil. That's not this person. The person in this scripture Scripture is somebody that is oppressed by the devil. Oppressed means to burden with cruel or unjust impositions or restraints. To subject someone to a burdensome or a harsh exercise of authority or power. You're flexing hard on them. To lie heavily upon the mind. Something that is weighty just on your head like a helmet on your head. It means, oppress means to put down. To subdue, to suppress. It means to press upon or to press against. It means to crush. It means to afflict. It means to beat down. It means to harass. It means to overwhelm, to pick on, to torment, and to torture. That is what the devil wants to do to you. He can't seize you and hold on to you, so he will impose a stronghold of lies on your mind so that your mind will begin to believe the lies of the enemy and based upon the lies of the, the enemy, you'll begin to modify your behavior and you'll begin to act like you're bound when you've already been set free. For whom the Son set free... Is free indeed. Why do you think and someone texted me yesterday and said, Pastor, what are we supposed to do when this happened and this happened and this? Happened? Why do you think we keep seeing the same kinds of things happening in our world and it's propagated on the media and we almost feel like we're helpless? We're angry and we're enraged because the enemy is trying to overwhelm us. He's trying to pick on us. He's trying to torture us. But we cannot let, listen, we cannot let the negative news of the day choke the very word of God from our hearts. I've got to keep the word of God in my heart at all costs, at all times. Why? God will always provide for us if we trust his promises. We've got to trust him in spite of what we see, in spite of what we feel. That's called faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You've got to have a revelation that God will never fail us, no matter how bleak the world looks around us. The world looks bleak around us because the enemy is imposing strongholds on our mind. Strongholds are oppressive lies from the devil to keep us in place. Strongholds from the devil are designed to cause you to revert. I don't see God moving. He's not moving as fast as I want him to move. He's not doing things that I think he should do. What is the church doing? What are we supposed to do as Christians? Then forget all of it and we go back. To the very thing that God delivered us from. Here's the frailty in that. We already know what that held for us. We already know the pain. We already know the suffering. We already know the abuse. We already know the anxiety. We know the depression. We know what comes with that, but the enemy is imposing a stronghold. Have you ever grabbed a hold of somebody's head and forced their head to turn? He's trying to force your head to turn back. But I'm not going back. I will not revert, but I will reverse every negative lie from the enemy by casting down imagination. Imaginations are the thoughts that are imposed by the devil and bringing every thought captive and making it obey. I said that was the last scripture, but let me give you this one. Let me give this last one. I have to bring my mind into a place where it can hear and be inundated with the rich word of God and the anointed word of God because my mind has to be under good teaching so that I can reverse the curse. The Bible says in Isaiah 10, that the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. It says that God hasn't given me a spirit of fear but a power, love and a sound mind. It says that I could keep a cool head and stay alert because I understand that the devil is po- poised to pounce on me, but this is what I need. In Luke 21:19, I got to close right here. It says, "In your patience, possess ye your souls." You control your mind. You mind your own mind. You control your own thoughts, the mind, will, emotion, imagination, and intellect. If I don't control my thoughts, my thoughts will control me. And listen to me, even when everything in my life, everything in my world, everything in my environment is out of control, I can still control my mind. I can still control my behavior by renewing my mind in the word of God. I trust that word blessed your life. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And I want you to know that at destiny faith church, we're more than a church. We're a family.